Eufy is sponsoring today's video. They reached out to me. I tested out their video lock. It is a game changer. I'm going to paint a picture for you for why I'm so excited to work with them. So you're getting home. Your arms are loaded with groceries or packages or boxes or everything. And your keys are in your pocket. This drives me nuts. This happens all the time. I upgraded to the Eufy video lock. Fingerprint tap i'm inside and honestly i also feel way safer it's got this awesome built-in camera so whether it's a package delivery or late night uber order i see exactly who's there right from my phone there are no more mystery knocks and the best part this thing was such a breeze to set up there's no wires there's no drilling uh, there's also no monthly subscription fees so if you are done fumbling with your keys because i definitely am search for eufy video lock or head over to eufyofficial.com slash video lock your front door, your sanity. Welcome to another episode of the Success Story Podcast. Today, I sat down with Tressa Azarel Smallwood. She has built her own book publishing company. She has built her own film production company. She regularly teaches at community events, teaching young individuals, young creatives, how to grow up into entrepreneurship. She has given everything back and then some. We spoke about her life, her lessons learned. Uh, we also have three incredible sponsors for today's episode. We have Gusto. It is a one stop shop for payroll solutions. We have Mint Mobile. They are revolutionizing the way that you use your cell phone and the costs involved as well. And then we also have BKA Content, one of the best content writing services for copy, SEO, website, social I've ever seen. So they all have incredible offers for all success story podcast listeners. Stick around until halfway through. You know how it goes. All right, without further ado, let's get right into another Another episode of the Success Story Podcast. Okay, thanks again Hi. for joining me. Today I am sitting down with Tressa Azarel Smallwood. She is an award-winning book publisher, movie producer, entrepreneurial coach. Uh, in 2003, after she wrote her first novel, she resigned from teaching. Uh, she was uh, working in the Maryland school system. And she wanted to go into entrepreneurship, which is a, a lofty goal, but listen to what she's done. So you've published numerous books, resulting in over uh, 162 published titles. Uh, some of them are being adapted in the film. That's insane. Uh, you are a content catalog owner. Um, your work has been featured in Black Enterprise, uh, Your Web, The Source, Shadow and Act, Rolling Out. Um, uh, you're building out Megamind Media. That's your award-winning film company. And you recently produced uh, the 2019 American Black Film Festival and BET award-winning film All In. Um, that's an incredible resume. Right now, Megamind is becoming the fastest, is positioned to become the fastest-growing independent film-producing company for book-to-film adapt, uh, adaptations in America, uh, racial equity is at the forefront of all the projects uh, that you take on. Your company is basically building on your love for education. Uh, you're also doing some, you know, some charity work with uh, the Washington mayor, uh, Marion Barry, and her mayor's youth program. You're teaching students techniques to be part of the creative economy through mentoring. Um, uh, Teresa, that's a very impressive, uh, very extensive resume and, you know, congratulations for the work you're doing. Oh, thank you so much, Scott. And thank you for having me here. Well, it's my pleasure. And I'm very excited because I speak to a lot of entrepreneurs, but not a lot of entrepreneurs that go from, 
uh, education into a variety of things. And then now you're building up independent film. So that's something that I'm not used to and I don't know anything about. I know a lot about tech and that that entrepreneurship, but this is a whole other stream. It's very exciting. So let's let's go back and, you know, you can decide where you want to start in your life. Um, it could be after you finish teaching or maybe before. So walk me through your story a little bit. Yeah. So one, I come from a family full of entrepreneurs. I've watched, um, you know, tons of people in uh, my grandfather, for example, he had like 12 different jobs, Scott. And I was like, where are you going? What are you doing next? What What's happening here? And I never understood that as a child. I, I just would see him zipping from one job to the next. Um, and then fast forward, you know, I was in school, um, you know, for college and studying marketing at the time. And I said, I like this, but I'm just not really sure what path I really want to be on. And I, and to be honest, I always felt like I was behind everyone else because people knew exactly what they wanted to do. And, and here I was in college saying, I'm getting this degree, but I don't really know what I want to do. I really, I don't know. I'm not sure. I've always had a love for teaching. Um, my grandmother was a teacher and she would always say to me, you're going to be a teacher. And I said, I'm not going to be a teacher. I'm going to be an entrepreneur. And sure enough, um, you know, got my undergrad degree, started working in the marketing field and got married. And my husband said, okay, all of this traveling, what are you doing? You need a steady job. What did I go do, Scott? Teaching. <laughs> and so, you know, made my grandmother the safest proud. job, right, the safest, safest, most steady job, right? That's what she would say to me. And so I remember, um, you know, I went back and I got a master's in education. And when, um, you know, throughout my teaching, I remember just saying, I love teaching, but I still want to be an entrepreneur. There's something about me. It just had that in my spirit. And so fast forward 2001, um, I was three months pregnant with my daughter, Bailey, who's 19 now. That tells you how old I am, Scott. Don't tell nobody else. This is between us. <laughs> um, but so she, I was pregnant and went to the doctor. The doctor said, you're having some some health challenges here with your pregnancy and we're going to have to put you on bed rest for six months. So I couldn't even process it. It was like six months, like in the bed starting when? He's like starting now. And so that changed my life forever. I literally went on bed rest the next day, didn't go back to work. And during that time period on bed rest, I had a family member who said, you should write a book. Because I was like, how do I pass the time? I don't want to just keep, you know, keep clicking the remote here. Um, and so I decided to write a book, not because I had always wanted to become an author, but I knew I needed to do something. Like I just had that spirit in me that I need to keep moving. I need to accomplish something. And so I wrote this book while on bed rest fiction, crazy to the bone, crazy, crazy book. And um, that's where the, the name Azarel comes from. Um, Azarel means a gift, God's gift. Um, but I knew that writing fiction and being a school teacher, my my thought process was I'm going back to work after I have my daughter and I'm going to be a new author and my students cannot find out that I wrote this crazy book over here. And so I wrote the name, I, um, you know, adapted my pseudonym, Azarel, and ended up publishing the book after I had my daughter. It was a huge success, made 40K in the first two months, self-publishing my book independently. Now get this, back in 2001, with a master's degree as a teacher, I was only making $43,000 a year. I was gonna say that's a hit for a first time novel. 
Yeah, that's so that and that wasn't within two months. So I said, well, I'm on to something. But again, that's yeah. the business side of me that I knew how to put this book into the marketplace, studied how to do this, all this totally self-taught. Um, so of course, this was an opportunity for me to stay at home longer with my daughter. Um, so maternity, maternity leave for me turned into forever. I never went back to work. Um, all of my family and friends were like, what are you doing? You had summers off and this is like the safe job. And what are you doing? I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this full time. I'm going to start my own publishing house and I'm going to do the same thing that I did for myself for other authors. And so I did it. And so by 2005, we were already bringing in revenue of like 400K a year. And so all those people, those naysayers that was like, don't do it. Entrepreneurship is risky. Um, I was like, no, this has been in my bones forever. I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I just didn't know what to do, how to do it. So that was the thing, Scott, that they, that was the battery in my back and I have not stopped since. That's a, that's an amazing story. And one thing that I love about that, and I want to understand I, I want to know if you even understand where your, your fire comes from, because if that's something you could pack up and give to somebody else, that would be incredibly valuable. Because one thing I noticed is every single point in your life where you could have just relaxed and taken it easy, you didn't and you turned it up. And that's something that I see in a lot of entrepreneurs and people that are just very ambitious individuals. They always turn it up like when you went on maternity leave and you started writing a book not no one does that like really no one does like people don't do that right that's not a normal thing for people to do uh, for most people and then even when you made 40k in two months which is a that's a that's a success because a lot of people don't make anything when they first try and build something or do something uh you just didn't decide to write another book <laughs> you decided to open a publishing house and 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 because you could have just written another book, right? And you could have just gone on and written, you know, four, five, six, seven, eight, whatever um, more books. So, do you know why? Do you know why, or do you understand why that is, or what drives you? Or I'm so curious think, if you know. So I think again, I watched my grandfather growing up. Mm -hmm. Always, he always made a way. It was never I'm going to sit and relax. It was what's next? What are we doing? How are we? You know, how are we doing this? He took he took me to a lot of those jobs, you know, it was, it was like, Hey, I'm going over here to do this. Um, we, you know, we, we had a pool growing up and he was like, no, I'm not going to call the pool company. I want you to learn how to do the pH and you fix, you do the pool. And I'm like, Oh, okay. So right now, <laughs> if I ever needed a job, I can go and do pool. I can service pools. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so I just think that watching that definitely fueled me from the beginning. Um, and then over the years, it's just always been in me to, I don't, I don't do mediocre in anything that I do. Um, I'm, it's just not in me to do mediocre. And I'm not, and I know my children are tired of me because I now see me doing the same thing to them. It's like, Hey, I know you're in school, but what else are you going to do? Hey, I know you have this, what else, what's next and how can you take that and, and do it better? It's just what we do. Now you do you do a couple things now, so I'm actually curious if you can give us a rundown on on the stuff that you're working on. Because when I even when I go to your website, like you're obviously still the publishing house, there's film, but then you're also working with entrepreneurs, if I'm not mistaken, as well. So what's what's yeah. the you know who who is Tressa today? So you know the thing is the, the let me start with the publishing house because I've been yeah. running that for almost 20 years now. That can run itself. Um, the evolution of printed books 
you know, is, is that that's just a small portion of the business. It's books are mostly done online now, right? So we, you know, we have editors, we have submission reviewers. Um, that part of the company can run itself, honestly, without me. I just kind of oversee. Um, so I do, I spend most of my time running the film company, Mega Mind Media, and I will never give up my teaching. Um, I teach entrepreneurs and filmmakers all the time through my mentorship programs. That's the love that has stayed in me since teaching. Um, mm -hmm. It's never left. I teach um, youth. I bring youth onto my set, um, you know, creatives that want to be in the film um, and TV industry. Um, and it's funny because if I say, if I announce that I'm doing something with the youth, the adults are like, hey, well, how can I get in? So what's the age cap? <laughs> I want to get in. Uh, so, you know, I still, you know, teach, I teach the adults twice a month because I'm like, y'all are not the focus. It's the youth. We need to train our young creatives so that they can graduate from high school and college with the skill set to be able to go out and produce movies and to do, you know, years ago, this was unheard of. If you did not live in Hollywood, you did not have these kinds of opportunities. And so I'm bringing those opportunities to a lot of the communities um, so that our youth can get involved and be on set and watch uh, movies, um, you know, go from a script to on the screen. So that's really yeah. important the educational aspect. So today, I, that is still number one for me. It's where my heart lies. And of course, you know, I can produce a couple of good flicks. Hey, I just want to pause for a second and thank the sponsor of today's show, Mint Mobile. Now, if you've ever signed up for a cell phone, which I'm pretty sure 100% of the people listening to this have, you know there's always gotchas in the contract, you know there's always extra fees or there's just a lot of fees and you're paying through the nose. When Mint reached out to me, I was skeptical at first because uh, I'm originally from Canada, uh, now uh, I'm in the States, but I know in Canada we have the worst telco rates in the world. Yeah, you're paying like a hundred plus dollars for a cell phone in the States. It's expensive. It's not as bad as Canada, but it's pretty damn expensive. So another telco looked into it a little bit more. Uh, Mint is by far the cheapest telco service, most inexpensive telco service I've ever seen in my life, bar none. Uh, they, their plans start at roughly $15 a month. And they, they ship me a SIM card to say like, Scott, if you're going to talk about this, you better be damn sure that the quality is good because for 15 bucks, people are going to be a little bit hesitant, you know, as a service good? Do I get, you know, data everywhere? Do I get, you know, a, a good call quality? Can I Google whatever I want? Can I stream if I want to? Um, the answer is yes. Uh, so you are getting as good, if not better than any mainstream brand name telco provider. Um, there are no dead spots. I'm using, I'm using the service myself now and it's incredible. Uh, call quality is crystal clear. I get, I get incredibly fast data speeds. So, you know, 5G data speeds everywhere I go. I've never had an outage or a dead zone or anything like that. Um, how do they keep the cost low? It's the way they've built their business. They've built their business with no storefronts, no brick and mortar. So every everything that you do with Mint Mobile is online. It's an incredible service. So if you're looking into them, all plans include unlimited text, talk, and high-speed data. Again, competing, if not better than any of the major providers that you're currently using. They have a 100% money-back guarantee within seven days. You can bring your own phone, use your own phone, and like I said, it's starting at 15 bucks a month. So if you want to take advantage of a special offer they put together for listeners of the Success 
Story podcast, go to mintmobile.com slash success story. Go to mintmobile.com slash success story. You will cut your wireless bill to $15 a month without sacrificing anything. All right, let's get back. Yeah. So let's, so let's talk about, let's talk about, so I have, I have some follow-up questions I'm going to shelve for later, just based on like how you're working with youth and whatnot and some, some things that you teach over to them. But um, let's talk about, let's still go back to your career. Cause I want to bridge that gap. So you, yeah. you are building out this publishing house. Where did, where did film come into this? Uh, Cause that's another pivot. Well, not a pivot in addition, excuse me. Yeah. It's a natural progression. So if you think about it with the books, lies content and content is king period mm-hmm. um, and so i want to say by 2014 um i had built an extensive catalog at that point in the book industry and so that's attractive to people who need content you know so i would have independent producers um executives of networks saying oh my goodness god i'm so forgive me for that uh, no 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 it's fine listen i get i get dogs i get kids i get i get you know phones like it's this is this okay. is the work from home life <laughs> don't worry about it um hopefully y'all that's oprah is that Oprah? <laughs> if it is you take it right <laughs> you don't don't wait up for me <laughs> yeah so so i would say for me um 2014, the call started coming in saying, hey, you have all of these books. Have you ever thought about um, selling the rights to some of them so that they can become book to film adaptations? They're like, you know, lots of lots of books, you know, become movies. So I was like, mm, I never really thought about that. Um, so when it started happening more and more, I said, let me research this a little bit more. I started attending film festivals and asking questions and researching and realized, OK, I really have something here. You know, they are, this is pretty valuable, but because I, I understood the success of my book company and the fact that I own the rights to all of these projects and what that residual income looks like, I was like, there's no point of me going to sell, sell the rights to a particular book for, you know, 50 to a hundred thousand when I can take that project and do the movie myself. And I'll, I'll make, you know, 500 K a year or so, you know, Mm -hmm. with this one in residual income. So the numbers just didn't add up for me. However, I didn't have a background in film. I knew nothing about film. So it's that educational piece in me that said, start learning, start utilizing resources, meet people. Um, That's what I do well. That's what I do well. I'm going to always, if you told me you knew something, Scott, I don't care where you live. I'm probably like, Scott, I'm going to get on a plane next week and I'm coming to take you to lunch because I want to know what it is that you know, and how, you know, we can work together. So I decided, I finally took the big leap. Remember 2014, started the calls, started coming and started research and spent a whole year just talking to people. 2015, I finally made the decision. I'm going to shoot my first independent movie from one of my books. I didn't know which one it was going to be, but I said it would be one of them. And so I ended up going to to meet with a director. His name is Jamal Hill, because I knew in order for me to do this successfully, I've got to hire people who've done this before. And I, I can I need to see their work on screen. I don't want them just to tell me that they did that they did it. I want to see it. That's where we go wrong. 
out here in this entrepreneurial world and especially with social media, we just find the first person who says, I can teach you how to do that. And you sign up and you don't even know if they can really do it. I was like, I want real credentials. So I met with Jamal Hill, who directed a movie called Brotherly Love for Queen Latifah's movie company. He had directed Deuces with Lorenz Tate and Lance Gross, you know, some pretty reputable names. Mm -hmm. And I said, hey, I really want you to write and direct my very first movie. I told him about the book catalog. He said, pick your top five books that you think you want um, you want me to direct and let me read the books. I gave him five books. He came back and said, Secrets of a Housewife, that's the one that we should do. And so from we started our, um, you know, we started right then at that very moment and said he, he decided that he was gonna write the script for me. Uh, he wrote the script within like a three month period. We started casting. And we shot the movie uh, December, no, I'm sorry, November 2015. And by 2016, I was at the American Black Film Festival with this finished product and it was licensed by BET. So for me, school teacher, author who knew nothing about filming, to be able to have an opportunity like that to, to put, oh, and I didn't share, Scott, that the unique part about this is that I financed this movie in-house with my own family. I Which literally... Is, went, I, uh, that's yeah. not normal. I don't know much about film, but I know that's not normal. Yeah, because yeah. most most, yeah. most times... And my family, they did go, this girl's a little bit crazy. Now, I knew she was crazy before, but she's really crazy now. And they were like, you're going to do what and how? And I'm saying... It. Now, one of the things that I do believe that always helps me is the fact that I have a proven track record. I am not one of those entrepreneurs who are just out there just doing things and not researching. Like I am, I, I go in the black. And so because of that, they were like, I'm getting with you. And so that movie was successful. It was my first movie that, you know, licensed to BET again, 2016. Here I am now, 2021. I have 14 movies under my belt by continuing that same process. Hey, Scott here. We're just going to take a second and thank the sponsor of today's episode, Gusto. This is a one-stop shop, one place you can go to take care of all the payroll issues, all the payroll stresses that you have to deal with as a business owner. Look, 2020 has been a rough year. We can all agree on that. And 2021 is pretty rough too. But if there's one thing that small business owners don't need is more headache. One thing that you've learned in the past year is that you have to focus on your business because Gusto isn't just built with business businesses in mind is built with the people who run businesses in mind. Their payroll system is the easiest to use, and I've used a lot over my career. Gusto automatically calculates paychecks. It files all of your payroll taxes. It also helps with time tracking, health insurance, and a ton of other HR nightmares that you just don't want to deal with. It also gives you access to HR experts who can help you. It's super easy to get started. The switching panes are nil. Why? Because they will move over all of your data for you. 94% of customers who switch to Gusto recommend Gusto as the best payroll solution they've ever used. And this is the offer you're waiting for. Anybody who's listening right now on the Success Story podcast, you get three months free. This means you can try it without any stress. Go to gusto.com slash Scott. That's gusto.com slash Scott. And that will give you three months free to try it out for yourself. Play around with it. See if it works for your business. I'm almost positive it will. All right, let's get back to the show. 
That's an incredible, it's an incredible story. And I think there's a lot of, a lot of things that have come naturally to you that I think people should pick up on. And, and if they don't come naturally to people, they do want to be successful. They have to pick up on these clues, like these hints that you dropped about building, uh, you know, building a solid foundation, uh, aligning with mentors, but the right mentors and ignoring all the bullshit that's out there that you just have to stay away from. But also, you know, leveraging and learning from people that have done it before. These are all great great lesson. So in in summary, building uh, an incredible, you know, book and film empire is no different than any other entrepreneurial venture, obviously. Um, and all the things that you, sorry. Yeah. I said, no, it's, it's honestly the same thing because in the beginning yeah. for me, it was, I kept, you know, self doubt will sink in when you're, when you're on your journey to doing something new, there was always going to be that little person on your shoulder saying you can't do it. You don't know how to do it. Don't don't do it. You're wasting your time. And so it's good to know that you can. And it's good to hear from some. If I can do it, anybody out there can do it. Because I literally did not have a background in anything film related. Nothing. And let's, let's, let's ask some, some classic entrepreneurial questions. And I want to figure out your motivations for some of the, not motivation, excuse me, your drivers. So when, how do you stay motivated when, for example, things aren't going well, or you're not getting, for example, results that you're, you're, you're looking for? What's your, what's your go-to? Yeah, I think for me, it's my faith. My faith is strong. Um, I do realize that every single thing that has happened in my life, then my steps are ordered by God for sure. Cause none of this is normal. I think you and I've just said over and over again, no, that's not normal. No, that's not normal. <laughs> so I think the realization for me is that nothing that is happening in my world is normal. So I need to just stay the course. Um, I spent a lot of time helping people and giving back. Um, I do believe that that is, that is a big key to my success. Um, I get a lot of great, I, I get a lot of great mm -hmm. things coming my way, you know, phone calls that come that I'm like, is that such and such calling me? Why? But I do believe it's, I'm getting back what I put out. So I do believe that people need to understand that if you're someone that you're looking for help to start your business, but other people have reached out to you to ask for your help, what, how did you handle that? Cause you get mm -hmm. back what you give period. Energy is everything. I love that. Um, Okay, another another tip. Uh, how do you find? You said you found people that have done it before, mentors that have really helped you. How do you separate? You know, the good for, versus the bad. What's your process? Yeah, so I think number one is got to start with credentials, right? That's that's mm -hmm. the number one. Um, and then once you know, for example, IMDb Pro. If you're if you're this is for all my creators. I know this is a podcast for tons of entrepreneurs, but if you're in the world of film, there's some TV, out there for sure. Yeah. IMDb Pro. Look at somebody's credits right now. I, you know, my publicist could have emailed Scott and said, "Hey, Trusted does all these movies, etc." You can go to the IMDb, and if I only have two movies there, it's like, well, you said you did fourteen, but I only see two. What's going on? <laughs> ask questions. Ask questions. I get tons of people who send me messages, you know, and it's never, it's not true. But I research everything, so. I would start there. Number two, after credentials, let's move to just personality and who people are. Before you go into business with someone and ruin a situation or get yourself tied up into something that you should not be tied up to. Again, research, who is this person? 
sometimes you can learn a lot about a person just from an hour lunch. And it's like, oh, okay. I see now. You just punch the waiter because your water, you didn't get the lemon in your water. Okay. Yeah. May not work yeah. business. But yeah, you gotta, yeah. you, because people are so hungry now for whatever. Like, I want it. I want it. I want it so bad. But you have to step back and make sure that it's right for you. You can get yourself into a lot of really bad situations if you don't study it and research the situation. And this is specifically, I'm speaking to my younger entrepreneurs out there right now. The, the, the younger folk tend to want the microwave success stories. I want it right now. I see this person on social media. They are over here in Dubai. And I'm like, no, they Photoshop, they Photoshop that. They're actually not in Dubai. <laughs> so I always try to tell my youth, stop wondering, stop watching what everyone else is doing. Run your own race, worry about what you're doing and do what makes you happy. Because all of that other stuff is short lived. Uh, but but it boils down to what is what is true, what is factual. So check credentials. And then uh, that's and then the last question I had about some of your processes was for for education and for research. How do you research? How do you educate yourself both on people you work with, but also something new you want to do? All right, pause for a second. I have to thank the sponsor of today's show, BKA Content. What is BKA Content? Well, it is a service that provides you with the best quality content, copy, written content for your website, your blog, wherever you want to put it. Listen, I'm a marketer. I've built out marketing departments. I've built out uh, teams that have built out very successful SEO campaigns. And if you don't have a strong blog, if you don't have copy, strong copy that converts, that drives people to to check out your website, to sign up for a demo, to purchase a product, you are missing out. Content is king. You've heard this before. And BKA Content is the best content writing agency I've tried. And I've tried a lot. I've tried outsourced people. I've tried freelancers on a variety of freelance services. The stuff you get back from these places, when you try and save money, it's garbage. You have to edit it. It's tons of work. You know this. So BKA Content is a monthly subscription that provides you as much content as you need for your blog, your social your website, whatever it may be. They give you a dedicated account manager. They're going to do their keyword research. They're going to understand your product, your persona, your brand, and the content they're going to deliver to you is top quality. It's premium. And you do need to keep editing it after you get the content from them. It's keyword optimized, SEO optimized. Your month's worth of blog posts will be delivered to your inbox ready to publish. If you don't believe me, don't stress because you don't have to pay to try it out. They're giving a special offer to everybody who's listening to this to the success story podcast you get one month of content free so when you sign up you get a month of content free you can try their service you can see the quality of their service so go to bkacontent.com slash success that's bkacontent.com slash success and claim your one month free of content and never worry about content copy or writing ever again Yeah, so I can start with the people that I work with. I I, I I fact check everybody. I mean, at this point in the game, I have a lot of relationships with different networks, um, different executives, other producers, uh, well-known directors. So, you know, the industry, although it seems massive, it's very close, it's close-knit and it's small. So, you know, Scott, if you were a, a director in the industry 
and I wanted to get to you, I would literally go to your IMDb and say, oh, Scott worked with Marshall. Let me, oh, I know Marshall. Oh, he did a movie with, oh, let me call him. And I mean, it's it's pretty easy now. You can really get to anybody. Um, so I typically will ask questions. How, you know, what was it like working with them? You know, would you hire them again? Like I ask the real deal questions. Uh, before I even go to the person. Um, so that that's how I typically bring people into my world, whether they are crew for me, whether they are, even for actors, you can be the best actor or actress ever. And if you have a bad rep in the industry, I probably don't want to hire you for my set because what's the point? What's the point? Mm -hmm. Don't need to do it. Um, Life's too short to work with shitty people. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not really interested in that. You know? yeah. my, my formula seems to be working. I want to stick with it. Um, so that's for me hiring other people. And then for me educating myself, again, I shared, I'm big on education. I will never stop learning. I will never stop learning. If I listen, I have been to business school. I have business degrees. Um, you know, I have shared, I have master's in education, undergrad degree. I mean, I am always learning. I, I, I'm thinking about going back to film school, Scott. I just got a card out the time. And not necessarily because I want to be a director, but I just want to add another layer of knowledge so that when I'm on set and hiring certain people, I have that knowledge behind me. That's it's just what I love. I think I'm a professional student for sure. Yeah, that's and, and I think that's what you have to be to be successful. And you want to be successful in your career or in, in, a, in building your own business. I think that's a really good attitude. I love that professional student. I really yeah. love that. That's good. Yeah. Um, I, and then something that you mentioned about young creatives, yeah. let's talk about the education that is a status quo versus what cr type of education people should be learning when they're young. What's what's broken in education? You, I'm sure you have opinions yeah. on that too. Yeah, I really do. I mean, when I think about all the things that you should know um, coming out of school, most of our youth, they don't know. Let's just talk about mm -hmm. something basic like, writing a check right um you know i remember uh i sent my daughter to deposit a check for me and it was a pretty big check um the money never showed up in my account and i was like well it's not here she deposited that like three days ago so i go to her bank account it's in her account now she didn't do it maliciously she was like yeah. well you didn't tell me that you need there's a certain account number for Certain and I'm like, no, but I gave you this deposit slip, so I didn't know what that. So certain things they don't teach you those kinds of things in school. Yeah. How many how many students are in school learning that about investing? You don't learn that, right? You learn. So I just feel like in education you're taught the basics. So for me, um, a child that is only learning when they're at school is it, your education is going to be broken period if you mm -hmm. don't the learning does not continue when you get home we have a problem we have a and, problem and so what do you do to no i agree i agree 100 percent. so how do you how do you fix that how do how do you how do you yeah. fix that uh parents and communities have to step up and understand that's why i teach you know entrepreneurship you know often every summer i partner with um the mayor's youth program in the washington yeah. dc area and I do um, mentorship classes. Last year, we did them all on Zoom because um, we were in, in COVID. Prior to that, we um, we had them face-to-face. -face. But this was so great for 
the students because it's youth between the ages of like 17 and 21 and they're right at that stage where they want fancy cars they want all these things that they see but they don't understand the process how to get it they don't understand well you need good credit to have to get a good interest rate to get this car and you don't understand it when you drive that car off the parking lot it's now depreciating instantly so so when they learn this from me, the reason why it's very relatable coming from me is because they desire to be authors. They want to be movie producers. They love the world that I live in. So they will receive it from me like, hey, yeah, I like nice cars, too. I like these things. But what's important in life? And let's start there. This is what you do. This is how you make it happen. You want to own your, your own business? This is where you start. So by the time they leave, they have names for their businesses. Um, they leave with an incredible amount of motivation. And a lot of them follow through. You know, they they DM me on social media and they're like, hey, I got, you know, I did it. I started my blog or I did this. Um, and so it's really inspiring for me just to know that I could have an impact um, on the students and not still teach in the classroom. So, you know, although I'm not a teacher and no longer in the classroom, I am still doing it on a daily basis um, out here while still following my dreams. Yeah, that's that's smart and 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 it's good. You know, I I appreciate that you take the time to give back because uh, people that have that level of success that you've achieved, they they all know it. They all know that education's broken. That kids are seeing all the nice things, and I think it's even worse now because you see all these nice things on social, oh. and you see uh, people living these lives, and if, fake or not. Yeah, yeah. You most know, time, we're exposed. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But, you know, before when there was no social, like at least you weren't uh, like almost like attracted to this lifestyle of, you know, yeah. luxury and, and nice cars, nice clothes, whatever, night, all these trips. Now it's in your face and you don't know how to get it. And it seems almost impossible. Yeah. And, and, and then sometimes they feel like they're a failure because they don't have it. They're like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, what that's am I even worse. Yeah, it's so terrible. So I try to touch on it all the time. I try to make sure that I'm, I'm encouraging them. I'm showing them what's important in life and how to make it happen. Yeah, no, very good. Okay. Um, a couple rapid fire life lesson questions to finish it off. But before, uh, anything else that you wanted to bring up that you wanted to shout out? Um, and we'll get some socials and, and stuff at the end, but anything else you're working on right now? Yeah, well, listen, I want everybody out there to go and watch some of my movies. Um, I know that people have all kinds of different platforms. So definitely yeah. my very first movie that I talked about, because it's always good to go see a pers person's first movie. Um, Secret, it is, you can watch it for, if you have no cable at all or anything streaming, you can go and watch it on Tubi TV, T-U-B-I TV for free. If you just Google Tubi TV, Secrets movie, it'll come up and you can watch it for free. It's also on BET, it's on a lot of other platforms as well, but free, free is always good, right? Um, and you can and see where you started off in film. You can see where your first, uh, yeah. I, yes. I, you know, you said, go check out the first thing. I, I don't know if I ever want people to see all the first podcasts I did. I <laughs> Pretty rough, know. but. I like, I like that because if you go and see where I started, then you can go and yeah. watch some of the other projects, right? And so, um, you know, on another note, I have um, my social impact films that are coming out. Um, some of them are coming out in July. These are movies that um, will air on BET Her for their women's health initiatives. And this is dealing with mental health. Um, and so a lot of times mental health is the topic that people go, I don't want to talk about it. 
you know? And so we tried to come up with a way to make it cool to talk about mental health, you know, go see a therapist, you know, having people say, Hey, I got a therapist is cool. Like I, I want to go see my therapist. It makes me have a better day. It makes you have a better day. Um, and so we did these films with Vivica Fox, Mona Scott Young, um, Yandy Smith, a lot of influencers so that we could attract those people, Scott, that we were talking about who are probably sitting at home scrolling, wanting to be like certain people. So if you see influencers, you know, in a film saying it's cool to get help. Um, that was the purpose. And so those films come out um, in July. So we're really excited about those. Then I have a thriller coming out in the fall. I got crazy again. You're Dear all over the place with all these different genres. All these. And that's the one thing I don't want to ever put myself in a box. I want to be able yeah to do what I feel, um, you know, obviously some of my films are going to have more purpose, you know, my breast cancer films or domestic mm -hmm. violence. Um, but yeah, I'm just really excited about the space that I'm in and the number of projects that, that are coming out. And I post all, and I know we'll do later, we'll do social media yeah. stuff, but I typically post all my trailers on my social media so you can go and watch them, see which ones float your boat. <laughs> Cool. I'll check them. I'll check them. I'll, I'll now. Now you have another. I'll, I'll probably go through all of them and see your first. I'll see uh, some of your thriller yeah. stuff. I, I'll, I'll check out the uh, the mental health stuff. That's pretty. That's good. That's very good too. Okay. So let's do a couple. Let's do a couple rapid fire. Uh, let me see. Let me see which ones would be good. Okay. So, um, advice that you would give to somebody just starting out in their career. I would say. I would say research. Study the market, soak up all the knowledge that you can. Good, good advice. Um, what was the uh, biggest hurdle in your career and how did you overcome it? Finances, um, always trying to go to the next level. The, you know, as your budgets increase, you need more money. Mm -hmm. So that's always a challenge. Right now, I'm raising money for a $4 million film. I only have a million, mm -hmm. so you, you can imagine a couple of sleepless nights. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. Um, okay, uh, one thing that you would tell your, uh, say, 20-year-old self? Keep your credit right. Even though my parents told one. me I never... <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, uh, who has been the most influential in your life? My grandfather and my father. Good. And uh, a resource that somebody should go check out. It could be a podcast, book, person. Oh, Automatic Millionaire book. Definitely want you to check that out because, um, you know, having capital is everything. And if you are saving consistently, automatically, it will change your life. Love good, that. Good book. I've never had that recommendation before, so I'm going to go check that out as well. So that's a new one. So thank you. Um, I'll put it on the, the bookshelf behind me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, what else? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, what does, this is, this is the, the last question, and then I'll get all of your contact info. What okay. does success mean to you? Oh man, success means having freedom. Uh, freedom to do what you love. Um, freedom to do the things that will help you to leave a legacy in life. Um, you know, I love the fact that I'm able to um, be hands-on with my children. There's no work schedule or anything that can prohibit me from, from being anywhere anytime they need me. 
Um, that means more to me than anything. I love that. It's a beautiful answer. Um, and then most importantly, where do people connect with you online? All your socials, your website and everything like that. Oh, wonderful. Yes, I would love for you all to connect with me. Um, website, uh, www.tressa, T-R-E-S-S-A, Azarel, A-Z-A-R-E-L.com. Um, if you go there, you can enter your email and you can actually get, um, they'll send you an email for my free classes. I do a lot of free classes on film, getting into the industry, how to write a script, uh, just getting people acclimated um, so that they can understand what it is. Um, also, we do a lot of casting calls. Um, most of that information you can find when you follow me on my social media. Um, every platform, it's the same thing. CEO, Azarel. So again, Azarel is A-Z-A-R-E-L. I love and, that. And I saw your social. I saw your social. I like the, I like the handles. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, that's me. That's me. I'm there. And I, I'm, you know, I, I respond a lot to my DMs, but definitely for people, you know, most times people say, hey, I want to get with her because I know she can build businesses. She knows how, you know, if I want to become an author, a filmmaker. And so, again, the teacher and me, I made it easy. I'm like twice a month. We do classes. You get on, you <laughs> learn. And then, and then, but see, even when you learn, you got to execute. That's the key. You got to take the knowledge and you got to execute. Can't sit on that couch eating uh, Cinnabons and flipping a remote. That doesn't work. Okay. We got to get out there and make it happen. I know a lot of entrepreneurs listen to this show and NetSuite has been a huge supporter for entrepreneurs, for business owners, because there's one thing that we all know. Business is about making money and it's about your bottom line. And the less you spend on the nuts and bolts of running your business, the more profits you keep. But these days, everything is costing more. Supplies, people, shipping. It squeezes your margins. And I've been there juggling multiple systems for finance, inventory, you name it, each with its own costs and its own set of headaches. That's why I made the switch to NetSuite by Oracle. It's changed our company. Think about it. NetSuite is one of the top financial systems out there. It puts your whole business on one platform, accounting, finance, the works, one data source for everyone. There's no more mismatched info. And because it's in the cloud, it slashes your IT costs. No more servers, no more updates. Just access NetSuite from anywhere. With one integrated suite, your overhead drops big time. And here's the real win. Efficiency. Everything's connected in NetSuite. Costs are ridiculous lately. Find a proven way to reduce your expenses and get better performance out of your team. It's a no-brainer, and that's what NetSuite offers. Over 37,000 companies have figured this out already. You have to join them. Right now, through to April 15th, NetSuite's got an incredible, flexible financing plan. Check it out and see the savings yourself at netsuite.com slash scottclary. That's netsuite.com slash scottclary. I don't know about you, but the idea of being harassed, scammed, or even worse, all because somebody found my personal information online, that's terrifying. Our political opinions, our addresses, even stuff about our families, it's out there for anyone to grab. And did you know that data brokers are allowed to sell information on over 98% of Americans? It's scary stuff. That's why I've partnered with Delete Me. I personally use Delete Me. They're a big friend of the podcast because I put myself out there online. So safety is a huge concern. 
hard. It's really scary how easy it is to find someone's details and information. But Delete Me creates a layer of protection that we all need. You tell Delete Me what you want gone and they make it disappear from those sketchy data broker sites. And Delete Me doesn't stop. They constantly monitor the web to keep your information off those lists. It's like having a privacy watchdog that never sleeps. You need to take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me. They're giving a special discount for all Success Story podcast listeners. Get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash success and use promo code success at checkout. The only way to get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash success and enter code success at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash success. Hey everyone, I just want to take a second and thank the sponsor of today's episode, Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond Bourbon. Now I don't have a lot of liquor sponsors on this show. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond is actually one of my favorites. I've drank it for a few years now and this is why we actually decided to work together. Heaven Hill Distillery, family owned since 1935, is a great entrepreneur story too. So there's five brothers. They filled their first whiskey barrels back in 1935, and their legacy still lives on today. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond is aged over seven years. That's three more than required by the Bottled and Bond Act of 1897. This means the best quality, the best purity, and the best consistency. This is not just average bourbon. It's the winner of the double gold medals at multiple 2023 World Spirits competitions, and they've won the very prestigious Triple Still Award. It's a very big deal in the liquor and bourbon world. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond boasts an exceptionally smooth oak flavor, while its aroma offers a sweet blend of caramel and smooth vanilla. If you love bourbon, you need to try Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond. Available nationally, look for a bottle at your local store. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Think back to your last few days in the office. Did any of them leave you feeling really accomplished? Not the kind of day where you're running around like crazy, but where you've made real progress on something that matters. Because being busy doesn't always mean being productive. And I bet you we've all been there. And maybe it's time to rethink what it means to get things done. Today's episode is sponsored by Belay, and what they help you do is, instead of getting sucked into emails and to-do lists, they help you delegate tasks and focus on big goals. They can connect you with top-notch U.S.-based talent who are ready to take on those time-consuming tasks that bog you down. Let's be real. There are way more important things you could be doing than bookkeeping or wrangling a packed inbox. They have virtual assistants to handle all of those pesky administrative tasks or accounting professionals to take care of all your financials. But here's the best part. You don't have to waste weeks searching for the right person. Belay's personalized matching service works quickly, sometimes matching you with the right talent to take stuff off your plate in under a week. Are you ready to try a different way of working? Check out Belay's list of the top 25 things you can delegate to a virtual assistant. It might just change your business and your life. Text success, that's S-U-C-C-E-S-S to 55123 to get the list and to start transforming your to-do list with Belay. Thank you so much, Indeed, for sponsoring Success Story. For all business leaders out there, Indeed is a lifesaver. See, we're always driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. You're going to ditch the busy work and you're going to use Indeed for scheduling, screening, messaging, so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed 
survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Clary. Just go to Indeed.com slash Clary right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Clary. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. 